Hello, everybody. This is Rich Sports Talk broadcasting on SoundCloud, Spreaker, TuneIn, and available for download on Apple and iTunes. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Remember to like and subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest content. And, of course, reach out to us at Rich Sports Talk on Twitter, Facebook, and our email, richsportstalk at gmail.com. I'm your host, Nolan Rich. Getting right into today, uh, have a lot of good podcasts coming on the back end of this week. Talked about Mike McCarthy, the Jets, why I think the Jets need to hire him, or at least Jim Caldwell, and why the Jets would benefit from getting a head coach with experience as opposed to the hot offensive coordinator. My thoughts on the Antonio Brown situation, who we're not talking about in this whole situation that really needs to get his fair share of the blame. But today, what's going to start right off with the wild card week in the NFL, the best time of the year, NFL playoffs, and a lot of great matchups this weekend. And this is, I'm telling you, this is one of the harder weekends I've ever had to predict for a wild card. I'm going to get right into it. First game on the dais, and this won't be a difficult one to call, will be the Colts visiting the Texans, both teams splitting during the regular season. Now, for anyone that's listened to the show and you heard my regular season preview, I always say I give the edge to who I think is the better quarterback in a game, which is why I'm leaning with the Colts in this game. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, wait a minute. Why are you leaning with the Colts right here? That doesn't make a lot of sense. The Texans are a better team. They've they're hosting the game in Texas. But the Colts right now, to me, they're the hotter team. They're playing exceptionally well. The Texans, after that big win streak, they've teetered off a little bit. They haven't played as well the last couple of weeks. Deshaun Watson has played well. But here's the matchup why I think it will be decided. I think both of these quarterbacks are great. But right now, I do think I look at the offensive lines in this game. I know the Colts have a younger offensive line. But they have played very good. Andrew Luck has been sacked less game times than he's played in games over the last eight weeks. I think it's six sacks in eight games. So they've been protecting him. And this is a great pass rusher. They're going to have to keep him upright. But the Texans have by far the worst offensive line this postseason. And the Colts, look, the Colts, they don't have any big names like a Javion Clowney or a J.J. Watt. But they are one of the best teams that no one talks about at rushing the passer. And they've played exceptional over the last couple of weeks. And I look at this matchup and I'm just saying, you know, that offensive line against this Colts front, and they're aggressive. They're an aggressive front. They're going to come after Deshaun Watson. I think Watson can make some plays. But right now, this Texan offense, they've had their running backs have been banged up. Lamar Miller hasn't been great down the stretch because of his nagging injuries. I, I just look at this Texans team, and the biggest thing for me is this just seems to happen every year is how many years do we come into the postseason with the Texans under Bill O'Brien? And we think, you know what? You look at this team on paper with that defense, and now with the quarterback, man, they should be great. But it just feels like every year they're one of these franchises that they just don't step up in the big games. When you expect them to take that next step forward, when you expect them to make that jump from being just a good team to one of the great teams in the NFL – they don't do it in the postseason. And I just think right now the Colts are the hotter team. They just came off playing in a playoff-type game against Tennessee. I think they're going to have that laser focus. They have a better offensive line. Andrew Luck is playing as well as anyone in the league right now. And Deshaun Watson, he's been very good this year. He's carried this team. But right now I look at their offensive line. It's banged up against the underrated pass rush for the Colts. And more importantly, he doesn't have a running game to lie on. I just think right now the Colts' defense is an underrated defense in a unit that no one really talks about because they don't have a lot of big names on that defense. 
but they can get after the quarterback, and they're an underrated unit in this game. And I think that Colts offensive line, it's young, but I do think it can slow that pass rush down just enough to give Andrew Luck enough time to throw and get them a big win. This will be a great game. I think all these games will be exciting this weekend, but in this game, I'm going to give the Colts the edge 27-20 to over the Texans. Next game up, the Seattle Seahawks at the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Seattle's been a surprise team for me. For those of you who have listened to the show, know my preseason preview, I actually had Pete Carroll on the hot seat. I'm like, look, how is this going to work? You know, this team, they basically gutted their whole team. They're in a rebuild mode. Is he long for Seattle? But I was wrong. Seattle has done, once again, a great job at finding good young players for this defense. And they got a lot of those guys that were big distractions. They got them out of town. They shed a lot of cast space. And Russell Wilson, once again, has been brilliant. This is a funny matchup because they're two teams that are very similar. They're built on good defense, but more importantly, running the football. But I do have to give the edge to the Cowboys here. I do think Russell Wilson is big in the postseason. You look at him in primetime games, he's been sensational. And like I said, I always give the edge to the quarterback. However, Dallas's defense has been great. They have a great pass rush. They're great against the run. And more importantly, this is a team in Seattle. They have more rushing yards than the Cowboys do on the season. They can run the football. But there's one factor in this game that I don't think we're talking about. That's Ezekiel Elliott. Let's not forget, last week against the Giants, they sat him. So he will be fresh and ready to go in this game. And Dak Prescott has been better at home than he has been on the road this year. And since they got Amari Cooper, this team has been 7-2. They have been rolling. They have been one of the hotter teams in the NFL. And I do think that they have the defense. I think this defense can carry them to the postseason, but Dak's limitations will limit them. However, in this first round, I do think that Seattle, they got a lot of good young players on this defense, but outside of Bobby Wagner, they don't have a lot of postseason experience, and that counts for something. I mean, this Dallas team, a lot of these guys, they've been to the postseason before, and they've played in playoff-type games. I do think that's going to pay dividends. They have a great defense. I give the edge defense to to, uh, Dallas. I give the edge coaching and quarterback to Seattle, which usually does it for me in a postseason game. But I look at Dallas's running game. I look at Dak playing at home this year. I look at that Dallas defense. I, it just feels to me I want to pick Seattle, but my gut is telling me Dallas is going to be able to run the football. And if Zeke can get over 100 yards on the ground, which I think he will against the Seattle defense, they're good, but they're not one of these great run-stopping teams. I think Dallas can run the football play clock. This is going to be a smash-mouth game. This isn't going to be a high-scoring affair. I do think it's going to come down to the wire, but I just feel like right now, Seattle, they're a little bit further back in their rebuild project. Next year, they're going to be a team to watch. I think they got a lot of great young players. Russell Wilson, of course, in his prime. This defense is going to get another year of experience. I think they've done a great job rebooting that whole program there. But right now, it just feels like Dallas, I got to give them the edge in this game at home. They play better at home this season. Zeke's coming off a week off. He's fresh, ready to go. So I'm going to give the edge to the Cowboys in a low-scoring 20-17 to game. This one's going to be another smash-mouth game, close game. But even though I always usually give the edge to the quarterback and the head coach in this game, I just think Dallas's defense, their fresh running game, is going to carry them to at least the next round. I don't think Dallas has enough pieces to get to the Super Bowl. But right now, I think their defense is playing as well as anyone. Zeke's fresh in this first-round game. I think they match up well with Seattle. Heading into the Sunday games, this will be an interesting one. 
the L.A. Chargers at the Baltimore Ravens. Now, this was a fun game because a couple weeks ago we had a great one in L.A. Chargers had a chance to take the inside route to home field advantage, but they couldn't do it against Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson only one loss since coming in. He has been sensational. There's no question about that. And the Ravens have been a great home team. They have a great defense. But I got to go with the Chargers in this, this one because I think they're going to be mad. They understood they had a shot to take care of business at home. They didn't do it. And here's the other thing. They're seeing Lamar Jackson just a couple weeks. I think because they've seen him now, they have tape on him because they've played him directly, they're going to have a little bit better of a game plan. And I know Jackson's been great, but he's still a rookie quarterback. This will be a huge game. Tends to get tighter on these young guys, and the Chargers have a loaded roster. They now have Melvin Gordon back, which they didn't do in that first game. They were down to their third-string running back. And outside of an Antonio Gates fumble, it looked like they were going to have control. I felt that that was for the Chargers, one of the worst games they've played this season. And also for the Chargers, they're not a great home team because of that home field, that weird home field advantage. Did you know they're 7-0 and on the road this year outside of the state of California? Their only loss was to the Rams in the L.A. Coliseum. This team, they're built for the road. They prefer playing on the road because they don't have a home field advantage at home. They've been great on the road the last two seasons. They're a better road team. And of all these wildcard teams, they prefer to play on the road. They'd rather play on the road. They have Melvin Gordon healthy, that running game healthy. Keenan Allen will be back for this game. I think that in that game, they had a lot of weapons that were banged up or injured. And more importantly, they were coming off of a big emotional game. They in Kansas City, it was a big trap game. I just think that L.A., they're just going to be focused in on this game. They realized that they had a great opportunity against the Ravens the first time. And I think Jackson's a fun story. It's a great story in the NFL, but he's still a young quarterback. Now, the Ravens defense, I think, will make it interesting. But this Charger team, they're healthier now. They're locked in. They're a better road team. So I'm going to go with the Chargers in this one, 27-17 over the Ravens. I think Jackson will have a good game. But ultimately, this Charger team, they were my dark horse pick for the Super Bowl becoming the season. I think they've lived up to that. And they're one of these wild card teams. We talk about winning three games on the road. They like playing on the road. They're com more comfortable on the road than they are at home. They're one of the few teams I could see winning those three road games to get to the Super Bowl. It'd be a hard road, but I do think the road will start with a win in Baltimore. And finally, the last game, the Eagles at the Bears. Now, people have listened to the show last year think, Oh, I hate the Eagles because I picked against the Eagles in the postseason last year. That's not true. I just felt with the matchups last year that they weren't the better team. Well, Eagles fans, I want to tell you, I'm picking the Eagles this weekend. And a lot of people are saying, well, wait, you love Chicago. You love that defense. You love Matt Nagy. I do. But there's two big factors in this game, which I don't think we're talking about. Number one. People are saying, well, this Eagles defense, it's terrible. They have all those injuries in their secondary. But the thing is, that doesn't help Chicago. Chicago's number one and two receivers are banged up and one's going to miss this game. Chicago's offense is built on running the football. It's built on their ability to run with Mitch Trubisky and run the option. But the Eagles have a loaded front seven that is great against stopping the run led by Fletcher Cox. They are great against stopping the run. And this is a team that they can't take advantage of the Eagles' weakness, which is their secondary right now. And the other factor is Mitch Trubisky. He has been a great story like Jackson in the NFL. But once again, this will be his first playoff game. 
we fall in love with these young guys, but we got to look at the experience. Who wins in the postseason? It's guys that have been there before. It's the guys with the experience because they're loose in these playoff games. They don't get tight. It is a different atmosphere. And for the Bears, they have a lot more to lose in this game because a lot of people are picking them to be that dark horse Super Bowl team because of that great defense, because of this young offensive coaching. For the Eagles, once again, they're in that underdog role. They're the defending Super Bowl champions, but they somehow are that underdog role because they just got into the postseason. They won their way in. They're back to their backup quarterback and Nick Foles. They're the underdogs again. This team plays better when they're the underdogs. And right now, Nick Foles going into this game, he's the better quarterback than Trubisky. I can't explain it. Foles has been sensational down the stretch, including that streak of 25 consecutive completions. It's the strangest thing. Carson Wentz, the eye test tells me he is by far the better quarterback than Nick Foles, yet this team, they've played better with Nick Foles this year. It's the oddest thing I have ever seen in the NFL, and I can't give you a good explanation why. So for the Eagles, their biggest weakness would be playing a team that could expose that secondary, and the Bears aren't that. Number two, they have the experience in the postseason. The Bears do not. Even a lot of these great Bear players, they've never been in the postseason like Khalil Mack. So this will be an interesting game, and I think the Eagles can pull off the upset. Look, a lot of these guys, they they won on the road last year. They beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. They have the playoff experience. The Bears don't, and they have a young quarterback that's never played in the postseason. And I think a lot of this game is going to come down to Drubisky being asked to take advantage of that Eagles secondary, and I don't think with the weapons the Bears have, they can do that. And the other big matchup, too, is if the Eagles don't turn the football over, and I think Nick Foles, one of the good things about him is he doesn't turn the football over. He's not a risk taker in terms of he's going to force throws. To me, if the Bears are going to have a shot, they're going to have to score on defense. They're going to have to get a defensive touchdown in this game. And I think their defense has been great, but the Eagles have a great offensive line. They can run the football, and Nick Foles can make quick decisions. And I think with that RPO offense that they like to run, with the quick decisions, with the short passing game, they're going to be able to move the football against the Bears, and they're going to be able to scrap together some points. This isn't going to be a high-scoring game. I'm picking a 17-10 to victory over the Bears in Chicago. It's going to be ugly, but the Eagles are going to get it done because they have the more experienced quarterback. And they're going against a younger quarterback. And look, the Eagles, their secondary is horrible. But this is they're not playing the Saints that could take advantage of it in the first round. They're not playing a team that can do it. They're playing a team like that reminds me a lot of Dallas. What their specialty is is running the football and using the short passing game. And right now, I think the Eagles, are they're going to be able to slow it down. And with that great front seven led by Fletcher Cox, they're going to stall the running game for the Bears. And to be honest, the Bears have a lot more to lose in this game because they are the third seed. They've been playing so well. Everyone loves this offense. Everyone is talking about this team. Everyone is saying the Bears are back. And for the Eagles, they're kind of like an afterthought. Oh, they just snuck into the postseason. It's kind of like last year. Oh, the Eagles. Well, you know, I know they got home field, but they got this backup quarterback playing. It just, once again, the Eagles, It's this is the only time I can ever think of a defending Super Bowl champion being the underdog in the postseason. But Nick Foles, you know, Foles gold, I can't explain. And I'm not going to try to. He's going to somehow be able to pull out the win. So I got the Eagles once again 70-10 to 10 over the Bears. So going by that logic right now, it looks like we're going to have some great matchups the following week. So for the NFL, NFC, I'm sorry, it will be 
the Eagles going to, to New Orleans. It will be the Cowboys going to L.A. And then in the AFC with the games I have there, I have Luck going to Kansas City. And then I have the Chargers going to New England. So a lot of good matchups there. Some great matchups this postseason. But that's going to do it for this episode. Once again, my predictions for next week will be coming out later in the week. So make sure you follow and subscribe so you don't miss my picks for the next round of the postseason and see where I was right and where I was wrong going into next week with my predictions. But once again, that's going to do it for this episode. I'm Nolan Rich. Thank you so much for joining us here. Make sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss the latest from Rich Sports Talk.